0: This is Random Chatterings episode 14! I'm Arlo Rodriguez, De guess so.
1: I am Yuki Takaya Poi. What? Excuse me? Yuki Takaya.
0: Who's that? You'll find out. And today we'll be discussing something, a uh, topic that is very near and due to both of our hearts. We'll be talking about the medium of Japanese animation. So, exactly
1: why are we talking about anime today? Cause you forced me to. Besides that, anime has been something that even though we've started watching recently, but I watched more recently than that actually in fact it's been a
0: part of our lives for longer than we think
1: which you really don't take into account but like all those childhood shows most of it is actually anime even though it's in english
0: yeah well there's some that are kind of disputed like like avatar and like rwby but then there's the ones that we definitely know is can be considered anime and i believe if i'm correct that our first anime was dragon ball z Uh, I think it was. It was one of those Saturday morning cartoons. It was, but what was funny about the first time we saw Dragon Ball Z is that we actually saw it on Sundays because it was on Telemundo. So So we saw our first anime in Spanish. Do you remember that? Um. Not really. It I was don't... like really, really early on, like early 2000s. Like it would. They showed Dragon Ball Z, but then they'd show also these other really, like, really terrible Canadian shows. Mm, um, okay. But, the, but Dragon Ball Z is the first anime that I felt like I knew all the characters, even though I never ever saw it. Like I never, I never followed the series as extensively as everything else.
1: Hmm. So Dragon. So Dragon Ball Z was our first anime, and we didn't even. Well, but we know the characters: Goku, Piccolo. Krillin, Boo, the other guy. Wait, you don't know the characters? No, I know Vegeta and that's like, that's about it. No, there's Vegeta Cell. Yeah. And then the fat one, and. Ooh. Oh. Okay, the, f- the, the fat pink one? The fat one, yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> the morbidly obese one.
0: Wait, what? what there's two fat ones?
1: No, because he he it's the fat one, and then the fat one evolved after he hit the gym. Oh, so Super Saiyan. <laughs> Super Saiyan. <laughs> Super Boo. Saiyan Boo. Super I have no Saiyan idea. Boo Level Three Edition Two I have no idea. I have no idea. Um, but that like made, made the
0: the, uh, the strongest impression on us. Like, cause I remember the well, of course I remember the theme songs like Shala, Hit Shala. But I
1: don't. But did they do the Spanish version of that? Most likely, mo- if it's Telemundo, probably. most likely. Probably, and I don't even. How pro- did Telemundo it was, even get And it was that probably deal? horrible, <laughs> undoubtedly.
0: Because I mean, even like today, Gary was playing Um Ozu, and he found the Pokemon theme song in Spanish,
1: and it was. Just, oh no! It was, um, <sighs> it was um. It was um. Pokemon, tengo que no. Oh, Jesus Christ. Con todo nuestro corazón, Pokemon, <laughs> oh, son amigos, I used to remember this. Yo te voy a negar. Dude, you have an incredible memory. Pokemon.
0: That's our actual, well, I mean, Dragon Ball Z was definitely our first, but that, my God, Pokemon, how many hours did we spend watching Pokemon?
1: We owned VHS. No, we yes, we v- did. We owned VAC. Yeah, VHS. That was the only thing
0: I think we ever had. That we could afford to collect, like even because the cards were like I don't know. Felt like... No, we we had still- we
1: had cards, but they were like they were like something we got like at the liquor store, like every once in a while. Yeah, exactly. But the VHS
0: types we had to do collect, and we collected as much of them as possible. And and this shows how old um VHSs are because nowadays we have Netflix. All every fucking series is on. Like you can binge watch an entire series with these VHS VHS tapes. It was a novelty that had three episodes in one tape. And then some
1: of them we had had four episodes.
0: And, and we I was like, like whoa! We were like, oh shit! Oh my god! So many episodes! And just now, yeah, this like, is
1: like an hour, hour just, like, an hour <laughs> like an hour and a half. Like an hour and
0: a half. Like my entire Saturday morning can be. Well, my Saturday night. Well, you usually watch, watch them on Saturday night. But we
1: then, do. You watch them at night?
0: Yeah, usually, usually. But um. <laughs> As wonderful as our memories might be of Pokemon, it is still a pretty stupid show, in comparison. Like, Mm -hmm. in comparison to what we've seen recently. Oh, yeah. It's very... Well, the the dubbing is actually pretty hilarious in comparison to what... um... I don't know how to explain this. So you explain it. Explain what?
1: The dubbing, like, why the dubbing
0: feels like it's so fresh to us. Is it because we've never heard the Japanese?
1: Yeah, that's probably why, because, like, we didn't even know, like... We, we we watched Pokemon for the fact that it was just Pokemon. Like we, I didn't even know we didn't, I don't probably didn't even know the word anime back then. Oh, definitely.
0: It just looked like something really. It, it just looked it, 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 was,
1: it was just your normal Sunday morning cartoon. and You were like, oh, this is fun. Like, yeah, because this in is, the same is, block of this is new, this is interesting. My parents watch nothing but stupid novellas, so I'm gonna watch my <laughs> cartoons.
0: Because in the same animation block, it'd be Animaniacs, it would be Batman, and then it would be Pokemon. Yeah. And that would be, and then and this is even gonna date us even more that. Pokemon actually premiered in the afternoon block, like the, the two-hour afternoon block. That would be perfectly clicked, cause it'd be right after school, and then after that would be French Prince of Bel Air, mm-hmm. like on Channel Five. And yeah. that, oh man, oh man, and all of that's gone. The Saturday morning cartoons officially dead.
1: Um,
0: well, in I mean, in the local, in the local.
1: Yeah, in the no, no one really does that anymore. Yeah, didn't we? We saw the actual, like, first movie. Oh, definitely. Yeah. That might have been even better. first, the first movie we ever saw in theaters. In theaters, yeah. Most we saw the actual. Year. I mean, I was still sucking my thumb and shitting myself, but you were able to actually see it.
0: Uh. Yeah, probably, because you're, like, one year old. Or... I was, like,. That was 98? Like, one... 99, 98? Yeah,
1: I was, like, born.
0: Yeah, and I remember that you would get, like, if you went to the movie, you would get the special card or something, and. And, of course, we so, all so remember the movie, the weird jokes, like Ash m- talking about how Minnesota exists in the Pokémon world, <laughs> and, uh, and uh, well, the plot of it doesn't make that much sense, really, I mean, it's trying to be, di- well, funny enough, actually, the, the, I think the creators, or the original directors, like the Japanese directors, intended to make something a bit different, they tried to kind of put the They tried to give
1: Pokemon. it more of a story than really just a boy trying to catch them all. And I think the dub simplified the
0: the film dub simplified it and it also had really terrible dated 90s music. Brother, my brother is ever fresh. I don't know. I it still pretty sad but, it, but I guarantee to you it was not in the Japanese soundtrack.
1: Most likely Garing not, damn-tied. but and that, that that the the Pikachu crying scene. No, is... no, that's still that still affects me to this day,
0: Even though it's a little bit cheap because Pikachu's tears bring Ash back to life, but well, still, it's pretty, it's, you know, pretty uh,
1: heartbreaking. Is it Pikachu's tears or is it all of them? Because they Oh, all, it's all of them. They all no, cry. But it starts, no, for Pikachu's, Pikachu's or, tears or, are the or, last ones. Or the moment where um the Pikachu's are slapping each other and they're that and they're doing it while crying. Still horrifying. They're doing it while crying. That like, is horrifying. <laughs>
0: That is just God. And you, you, this wouldn't been a million times worse because we actually saw the birth of Mewtwo for the first time. Oh yeah. Fucking, holy shit! How
1: the birth, the of... the birth of Mewtwo. Yeah, the birth of Mewtwo is not for kids.
0: <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. That it's not for kids. It's more. It's like it's more intense than what you'd expect from a Pokemon. It's like it works really well as a
1: short film. It it's fifteen minutes, I think. Nine minutes. minutes. Oh, it was like nine, ten minutes.
0: What it necessarily is, it's like it's the it's it shows how Mewtwo was born, which they cut out of the the American version of the movie.
1: No, they had like a slice of it in the actual movie, but they They didn't get like all the morbid shit. Like we saw how Mewtwo was created in a lab and how uh he broke out, but we didn't see like the actual why
0: he broke out. What caused what caused his emotions to get riled up the way that they were, and that's because he had a friend. That was, wait, was it the daughter of the professor? It was, it was like. Should we do, go over this, or are we gonna start crying? If oh we my do god! It? it was.
1: It was okay. So she was like the the daughter of like I guess one of the scientists there, and yeah. he he was like he like really enjoyed her company. They were like friends. Like Mewtwo oh. was just like a nice Pokemon. He just like yeah. they didn't want to kill anything, didn't want to hurt anyone. And then like one day, I guess like she just uh, I think she died of like an illness.
0: Yeah. And so they tried to preserve her. They tried her, to preserve life, her, her memory in the in the computer program.
1: And then I think the computer program failed, and that's when Mewtwo snapped. And it's just. Oh, man. I, I, I guess maybe just
0: because I just didn't expect Pokemon to be that profound. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect uh, that kind of reaction um, watching something like that. And, uh, <laughs> but the series as a whole is, never does anything. Okay, well, the first episode does, and then it just hard shifts into just insane Saturday morning cartoon shenanigans.
1: Oh yeah, because you
0: know, the first episode. Is Ash where trying to where Ash
1: and Pikachu like is unconscious, and he has to take him to the Pokemon Center.
0: Yeah, and then there's the which I thought was I mean was pretty dramatic when I first saw it. Is that the the, the 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 close-ups of Ash like in the highly highly detailed um, sketchings? But then you told me that's an anime cliche. I was like, oh really? But it's so
1: effective. But then when you really think about it, if it's an anime cliche, then that's the anime it came from. All the other you think animes.
0: so? You think that's all, all anime
1: copied from Pokemon? I mean, Pokemon is a pretty, uh, popular franchise. There's probably other anime, like 80s anime, that I'm not really, um, familiar with. Yeah. But Pokemon does have those typical anime cliches, uh, exaggerated expressions. Yeah. Stop shots, um. What do you mean by stop shots? Like, where they just freeze in the character's face.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, like, the, like oh, oh, oh.
1: And, superhuman stamina, You know, just like just like Ash is trying to save a Pokemon and all of a sudden a factory explodes and he just gets up and walks. like, alright, cool, you know. It doesn't matter guys. I'm a
0: duck let's go, let's go. Just d nothing. not that. My yeah, just, this know,
1: like my, this. my suit's a little dirty, but you know, I'm
0: good. Yeah, I guess I'll go to the prom. I guess I'll go to the prom. It's okay. Right. Right. But uh, I think one episode that everybody re- references all the time is one of their favorites is go West uh, young Meow. The one where he learns how to talk.
1: Um... which is actually
0: a pretty really good episode. It's compared to the fifty million that they've made at this point.
1: Um, how about the Hunter and Gastly one?
0: Oh, that's the one I remember the most because that was the first VHS tape we ever had. I oh, yeah,
1: it was. Think it was.
0: Yeah. Because Ash and Pikachu fucking die, <laughs> and they go to the afterlife. But in the afterlife, um,
1: there are ghost Pokemon. There are ghost
0: Pokemon, and there's like haunt, haunt. And Gasly ghastly, and they're playing around in like theme parks or something. And then Ash and Pikachu think about their morality and say, "Well, I mean, this is all fun and all, but we're still dead." And <laughs> we probably, like... I didn't, we didn't think about it that deeply as kids, is because oh, they're flying in the air. Like I probably didn't even think, why are they like in a different color than they usually are?
1: Why are they transparent? <laughs> I don't get it. Well, I mean, they didn't go that. Maybe they forgot to did color they go them. That far? Maybe they. I, no, I, mean, I think I they were. I think they were like lighter. I think they were like lighter. Like, bit, they were like, lighter, like yeah. slightly lighter. Yeah. I was like, why did they forget
0: to color them? Yeah. And this is in between like Ash like facing African Sabrina and the in the previous episode, and he's just like, oh, Ash is just doing that, and I was like, oh my god, he's dead. I was like, oh. and even Pikachu's dead too. I was like, wait, don't they faint? But um, after Pokemon, we moved on to something darker and more serious. Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> Drop the bass. <laughs> what? Yu-Gi-Oh? Oh, the one with
1: the cards. Yes. The one with the cards. The <laughs> oh, with the cards. Yeah, the one with we, the collect, cards. we collected those two, actually. We, no, oh, no, no, no. That we we, did we didn't collect them. We fucking worshipped it. No, like, absolutely. We played
0: absolutely. every fucking day. Every single... That was... I mean Pokemon was the trend and then video games all oh, like Yu yours was massive um, Enterprise and then Yu-Gi-Oh comes along like a few years later and, and then, just beats and just, the
1: shit out of for it. For a
0: moment. <laughs> for a moment. And then and then Yu Gi Oh got too complicated and then it was like I don't wanna play this anymore. But um
1: Yours was Dark Magician and mine was uh, S- Sword Stalker. Yours just so wasn't you? all But
0: didn't we? Didn't we also
1: have a blue, right? Blue eyes. Oh, a blue dragon? eyes white dragon. My, yeah. my blue eyes white dragon. I, no, we we took this shit so seriously. For every single card we had, we had a special cover for it. Yeah, we did. And we and we were like, okay, so mine's the gray deck, and yours the blue deck. Okay. Yeah.
0: yeah. Okay, I remember
1: that. Oh my god, I remember that. I that was the first time we actually
0: took preservation of things seriously because we don't take care of our shit. We just don't. My MacBook Air that I bought a, a month ago, still a, a, a year ago, a year ago, excuse me, still has
1: smudges on it. These cards were more were precious. You could fucking eat with them. What? Okay, no, actually, that's a bad analogy. Okay, these cards, you, could, you couldn't dust them for fingerprints.
0: <laughs> and then at the same time, the series was going on, and that's the one series I'm afraid of revisiting. Because I remember it was really intense. It was really... I mean, it was kind of serious at times. Like, Joey... The, Yugi,
1: the Kaiba, uh,
0: Joey... Then it Tristan, was Tristan. Taya, then it was taya And then all the minor characters like Bones, Rex Raptor, Weevil, My Valentine, Bandit Keith. <laughs> Bandit Keith. Oh, <laughs> I fucking love,
1: Bandit Keith. I fucking love these names. But I'm still I'm still really afraid of revisiting that show because... Uh, does it? I don't know if it holds up. If it still holds up even though it was one of our childhood shows. I mean... It, it's, it's an interesting concept that's pretty much been done to death by now. but oh, definitely. But it was back, back, Yu-Gi-Oh! Imitations. But back then, Yu-Gi-Oh! was something different. I mean, it's just like, you could say that the Yu-Gi-Oh! anime was like something to the cards sell more, but it was really that anime that that even though it did make the cards sell more, it made the game more fun. Oh, absolutely. Because now you weren't just playing cards. Like, in your mind, it's both, like you could both bring the, both the, the kids, toy. you were like, I placed down my blue-eyes, <laughs> white dragon and that a special case. And that fucking comes kiss. out of the ground! That it's like, fuck that. That. That fucker is coming close. out of the car like even there close. is no there is saying no that my blue is white dragon is coming right out you he's on fuck defense you mode shit up.
0: also this is before they do this, they they invented the rule which i think was a fair rule but i think when you were a kid and you, and you had to actually, like, sacrifice one of your monsters in order to put in another one. Oh,
1: Before yeah. that,
0: you could just fucking put your blue eyes, like, right there. Comes up fucking blue eyes, no, and you, you go!
1: No. When the game started, you could just put down, like, five Exodias at like, one round. Just be like, all right, GG. Yeah, if you really wanted to, just... Just <laughs> 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 five Exodias, just... All right, game, get yep, out of here. Yeah, that's, <laughs>
0: that's it, that's all it takes. Um, <laughs> five Exodias. And... Uh, Right but... we, we had
1: two Exodia's, didn't we or we only had one no, we only had one arm leg head and it was like oh no, we never no had it head. was no we had the, we had one of the legs I remember we
0: had one of the legs
1: um, I, th- I think we completed it once I think it was somebody else's. It was,
0: it was like, um, funny enough, one of our neighbors actually had Yu-Gi-Oh tournaments and I won I won the first one they ever held. Like, how the fuck did I do that? I get so nervous it was just when just like these things. new kids
1: on the block and they just got new gi on and the block. It's just like, let's fucking go. I got my blue eyes. Get out of here, kid.
0: Um, but I actually won that tournament and then I think I said, oh, you're so good. You should play professionally. So I, didn't, I, I just put cards down and, they, and I won. I don't know what I was doing. <laughs> some, actually, some people could actually just knew how to strategize. I don't even remember their fucking names. But I do remember I had a good time with them. Um but uh, but apparently it's actually been 20 years since the series first came out, which makes me feel fucking old. And they're having a movie. And the 20th I'm anniversary excited. movie.
1: Oh my I'm god. I'm excited, but at the same time, though. <laughs> How do you make Yu-Gi-Oh something 2 hours? I, I mean we saw that we saw We saw we saw the first we, movie, we saw, Wait, there was a Yugi movie. Yeah, there was. There was. And we owned that, like the Pyramid of we,
0: we owned the... We also saw that in theaters. We
1: owned the bootleg bullshit edition.
0: <laughs> we owned a lot of bootlegs. Well, in fact, even the Pokemon movie, it, just, it, <laughs> it was, oh, it it was, was in Spanish. Yeah, it was in Spanish, and then later we got the English And then we were tape, like, oh, it's the, in English? Oh. And that tape was red. And it was like, okay, sure, that's cool. It was like, all right, that's cool. <laughs> But it's the same. I mean, is it coming in Japanese
1: theaters first before it comes out like in American theaters? Or is no, it ever like, even coming like, out in American no, theaters? Well, but it, it said worldwide release like two thousand sixteen. Two thousand sixteen, yeah.
0: Same year as the the, the new um the new Toho produced Godzilla movie. Yeah. Holy shit, 2016 is gonna be an incredible year. But um I think that's enough about our childhood anime, which um, was like such a wonderful time in our lives. But when we come back Our huge, huge discussion about anime begins, and we're going as in depth as we possibly can in a reasonable amount of time. So stay tuned, everyone. We're going in.
1: We throw Sonic X out the window. Oh shit!
0: I got a little bit excited during the first segment, so I didn't even explain what we're actually doing today. Gary and I have been binging on, and I do mean binging, on a lot of anime series. I forced them to watch anime for six hours straight in the beginning, like in the winter break. But then you went back to high school, so that meant we would watch like three hours, three of anime four hours every Saturday, every every Saturday. So, but I felt like these series were so fascinating to me in comparison to everything and anything else I've seen that we have to talk about them. So let's start with our first one. Nichi-chao, Nichi-chao, Nichi-chao. My ordinary life. This series is so goddamn good. I don't want to start off so quickly, but I had a feeling that when Gary sent me these clips of just these really just like these hilarious segments, that I was in for something beautiful, and boy, did I ever get into this one!
1: Actually, the first thing I sent you was the Smoke Wade parody. That was still pretty
0: funny. That was still pretty funny. This is the perfect first series for me to start with because so many things happened in the first episode that I said, oh, what? Okay, there's there's a professor, but she's eight years old. One of the characters gets shot in the face, but they're still alive. Like, there's a lot of stuff that like, what, what, what? But at some point, Gary just said, just shut up and just enjoy the show. And that is, at that point, I think that that kind of that kind of calmed down my initial critical reflexes.
1: Well, then, it was also the first anime you've ever seen. Well, not, I mean, it's, I mean, it was the first anime you've ever seen since we were kids.
0: Uh, I've seen one piece.
1: I've seen. I saw. Uh, I saw something called Blood Plus
0: on Adult Swim once. Mm-hmm. It was weird. It was like this pope, and it was a vampire pope.
1: Mm.
0: It was weird. But um, I mean, Gary, how did you even find out How did you even find out about Nita Chow? Uh,
1: YouTube recommendations. I think it was um, when I was watching Lucky Star. I saw it in one of my recommendations. I was like, oh, check this out. And then I just like binge watched clips, and then I just saw the whole series in one day, which is twenty four episodes the f- in one day. Yeah. It's twenty six episodes. Your point? Nah, I'm not no
0: point. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially it's like um it's like um like slice of life, like Gary said. Like the translation is like, uh, our, my, ordinary my, or- life. my ordinary life. But they structure it in a way that they have like the comedy segments, like here's a comedy segment, here's some characters, here's some more characters, but they keep flanking it with like very beautiful images of just of just Japan in general, like very beautifully detailed images of Japan. And these little tiny segments it felt like more like a sketch show
1: than look like a, a, a. it really comedy. is because when you think about nicho Chao, has absolutely no plot at all
0: definitely I mean, there's people. there's a few episodes with plot but it isn't like focused on plot it's there's no there's there's the only overarching story and i think we should start explaining some of the characters nano who is Hakase Hakase is the, the, Hakase eight-year-old, is the
1: eight-year-old scientist
0: she created nano and nano is a robot is a robot but she's the most adorable robot i've ever seen because she has the the the, the, the wire-up thing. Not the wire-up thing. The, it's
1: like a... The wind-up. The wind-up wind toy wind-up. The wind-up
0: up. toy thing I don't on her know back. I mean. And she actually wants to go to high school. And then when she goes to high school, she interacts with the other three characters, um Yuko, Mio, and... My Mai-chan. Chen. Mai-chan is my favorite character. One of my favorite characters. Because she don't give a fuck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the fuck was that?
0: I'm just, I'm just, I'm just going with the i'm going with the flow man <laughs> oh my god riding riding Ugh, oh.
1: references 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 oh
0: my god but really my channel is like the troll of the, the, the three characters like the three characters the other two mm-hmm. like one of them is like a manga artist the other one's really stupid <laughs> no she's just <laughs> lazy yeah but she's also a little bit hard-headed like she makes a lot of mistakes but they're all i mean i mean what's they're actually all really relatable characters but one of my favorite scenes, and I ugh, I don't want to spoil it too much. One of the most brilliantly written scenes I've ever seen in any comedy was the 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 My Chan um, y- y- uh, Yuko scene. It's oh. like Sunset. such a beautiful scene! Because there's like this lesbian tension between them, or something that seems like lesbian tension, but that's not really there. It's just My Chan being a troll like always.
1: Well, the thing well the thing that makes Nichi Chao good is well the overrated exaggerations. Like oh, I love well, it. Overrated is an understatement. Oh. <laughs> But it's also how the the animation style fits in well with all the overrated exaggerations, like when um when they were camping at the in the river and then they <laughs> drop the food and then all of a sudden they just become rockets and <laughs> fly
0: through the clouds. And one of the scenes which is probably on YouTube. You can look it up right now. It's just like um Yuko just like um I don't know like stabbing herself on a pencil and goes goes ah it's just like pfft, massive laser up in the air. Just, oh God, it's just, it's beautiful. I do think that there's a few episodes that are a bit slow in comparison, but it's just charming throughout. Like I, I don't want to put too much emphasis on whether or not, because this is a comedy essentially and it has to kind of be entertaining most of the time, but there's some moments when it can slow down a little bit. I'm, I just mean that there's some times when it's. It, I think the comedy doesn't work because one scene did that kind of form a comedy better than another scene. That's like, but I mean, if you're watching the whole series, like all 26 episodes, you start noticing that. But even, even then, like even Nichi-Chao's format, they would change it up. And sometimes they would have an opening where, where Mio is like this weird magician. Um, uh, I don't know. How would you explain that scene? The the one in the
1: airship. Oh, random ass shit.
0: Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. It's just random ass shit. and God, I just love Nichi-Chao so much. Um. The ending. Oh, the ending is beautiful, and it's simplistic, and it, it it's um ends the way it does. Like it's it's my my ordinary life. These are my friends, and we care about each other so much.
1: Like it doesn't really have. Uh, I, I, I felt like it felt like that was the appropriate way that Nishikawa had had in. It's called my ordinary life, but when you really think about it, it really is just an ordinary life. It's just the way that it delivers that ordinary life oh, that yeah. makes it so good to watch. Because yeah. every Niche Child episode is pretty much nothing. I, I I think one of them was just them passing notes. Ah, but it's so. It's and, so it's, well done. And, and it's interesting at the same time. So well done. They're just pass. They're literally just passing notes, like just writing on paper. And it's just like, but that's still well done. Yeah. That's what makes Niche Child so interesting. It's a wonderful series, and I would highly recommend it. Now let's move on to the next one. <laughs> the
0: This fucking show. How the balls, the balls that this show, and we're talking about Lucky Star. The balls that this show in its pilot has the characters talking about food
1: for 22 minutes. <laughs> Which out of a chuck of cornet is the fat end? Is it the bottom <laughs> end or the top end? well I don't know is it the top and or the bottom end well like, don't you take off the top end and dip into <laughs> the bottom end I don't know how do you eat your curry well I like to eat my curry with rice and mayonnaise like really like don't don't you like eggs <laughs> well, what, about, what about some fried eggs on top you eat fried eggs and mayonnaise yeah doesn't everybody like you eat mayonnaise on everything sometimes I put it on curry too it's just so good the first time
0: I saw this series I knew Gary loved it because he said he had binged it three times he's seen
1: the series three times before The first, it, the, fourth well, time it's interesting because because the first time I saw it, like this, is there's a special spot in my heart for Lucky Star because it's the first anime other than the ones we mentioned in the first segment. Like, that was my first anime before yeah. I started all this binging. <laughs> um, and it was because I stayed home for school because I had a fever and I was just on my phone. And then I was like on YouTube, and I don't, e- I don't even know what I was watching. Obviously, my recommendation was like, Lucky Star Episode 1. I was like, oh, this is interesting. And then I looked at it, and then as soon as I saw the first episode, at first I was like, what the hell am I watching? But I watched the whole damn series.
0: <laughs> and I had the same the same immediate impulse. I, alert, alert, alert. I don't, I don't want to see more. I want to see But I'm glad I said to it because this is one of the most fascinating comedies I've ever seen. The structure of it, the dryness of all the humor. I love Konata. Konata is like Konata Izumi. Is such a. I would love her character. She just doesn't.
1: It, what's you, you what's know her funny about night. Lucky Star is that the description. I, I think we found a description. once like yep. on, uh Like on a Wikipedia, and it was like <laughs> Konata Izumi does not want to join any clubs. <laughs> I was like, that's what the anime's about. It's just, just so that. About, and then this but but friend, it, it, um... it basically follows Konto Izumi, who is a uh, otaku, which is basically someone who plays a lot of video games, play, reads a lot of manga, and watches a lot of anime. And her friends Tsukasa and Kagamin, which are twins, and her and their friend Miyuki-san, who is a very wise girl that, we usually, that, that has the sweetest voice you'll ever hear in your life. <laughs> who
0: also takes up two minutes of screen time explaining stuff.
1: She, she took four minutes to explain why your hair gets wet after the beach. It's just like, oh, you know, the UV rays. Like, okay, we get it. No, let me keep going. Hold on. It's just, If I watch a show and I realize, how did they write the script for this? And I have to think about the
0: writing process. You have a good show there. You told me, though, that some people don't like this show.
1: They don't, li- well, the thing is Lucky Star is popular for the fact that it's one of the first, uh, Moe animes, mm-hmm. which Moe just basically is a slang term in the anime community that means really fucking cute. Now, a lot of people have problems with this because they're like, okay, there's no plot. You're just getting sales off the fact that the character's really cute, which is true. But then it's more like preferences of people, like whether you're like cute shit or you don't. Like, there's, like, you could pretty much say that about any kind of genre, though. Oh, like, definitely. just stuff that focuses on the physical attributes than the actual story itself. Yeah, and
0: I think that this character, that there is character development in the series, even if you don't see it immediately, because uh, Konata is a very defined character, she, she's a little bit, she's not studious, but she is, like, she's she's very passionate about very specific things, and uh, Kagami, of Kagami. course, is, is the perfect foil for, for, for Konata, like, every joke, every...
1: She's strict, but at the same time, she's supportive. Yeah,
0: but and she's not much of a swimmer either.
1: No. No, not really. Well, a tsundere uh, comes from the Japanese term sunsun sun and dere dere. Uh soon Sunsun meaning that someone who is cold and "deredere" dere means someone who loves you. So, tsundere meaning someone who is acting cold but really inside they love you. Basically, the 26 episodes are pretty much just the four girls. Well, actually, there's four other characters that join. Um, one that is a doujinshi, which is basically manga or custom comics. Um, a doujinshi writer who focuses on lesbians I guess too much <laughs> and then there's Patricia Martin, <laughs> who, Patricia it, Martin who, who is just kind of like Konata and Otaku who just came to Japan and is trying to learn about the customs but really does not know anything yeah. other than anime um, <laughs> and then there's uh, Yutaka and Minami who are basically the um, You can kind of tell that they like each other, but at the same time the show doesn't really focus that much on it What's interesting about Lucky Star is that it's 26 episodes and it's pretty much just normal high school life But every single episode is different like it's true The first one is about food and I have no idea what the fuck to say about that (laughs) But it's it's like they'll have an episode where they just go to a shop or they're just doing some studying Or like it's just normal things, but it you you wouldn't expect um, a show like this to be emotional to an extent oh but the last God. episode when they the second, to last episode. the second to last episode it has a little backstory and it talks about Konata because Konata's Konata lives mother. with her dad and uh, all this time I thought okay it's just a divorced family or whatever but episode 25 tells you that Konata's mother actually died uh, shortly after she was born so there is a part where you will shed a tear but right after that it makes you laugh or control oh ability. it's,
0: it's... No, it's definitely a really sweet moment and it's offset by one of the funniest things cuz you're thinking, "Oh man, this is so wonderful." And then just, "Oh, I don't know what I said right there." But essentially, Lucky Star is, is such it has a style all its own. Like even like every we've seen a lot of slice of life comedies including Nietzsche-Chow, but Lucky Star was able to define itself by its own personality, by its own style and everything else. And I think that's what makes it really special, even if the first episode is all about fucking food, which I got to meet the writers. I got to, "How did you come up with this idea? How did you come up with this much material about food. I'm just, I'm baffled. I want to try baffled. a cornet
1: now, though. I do want to try one, too. It looks delicious. It, but it's literally just like chocolate filled in with bread. <laughs> like, that's all it is. That sounds really good. You know what, Gary? Maybe after maybe after recording this, we can... Go buy go, some cornets. Let's look at some cornets, yeah. Sounds let's good. Let's buy some cornets.
0: Yeah. All right, let's move on to the next one. <laughs> okay. Um, don't say it, Gary, because I'll say it. I was going to give up on this series because the main character makes squid puns. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Do you have a squiddle problem with that? I had a squiddle problem with that, but I got ink bread. Ink, ink, ink. I could not think of anything else. Um, you got to be inking me. In- I- Ika Musume, or Squid Girl, the invader from the be- beyond, from the sea. From the beyond of, the sea. From beyond the sea. From beyond the sea. It's just such an adorable, adorable series of a character named Squid Girl who invades, who invades the mainland, and fails at it miserably. But then we find out she's actually a really sweet character with a heart of gold.
1: Yeah. The first episode, you you see how she almost tries to conquer it, but then she starts off with this little restaurant. I like, guess like I guess it's like a diner. It's a shack. It's a, sh- it's yeah, a it's shack. It's a shack right by the beach. It's a shack. Uh, in the beach actually. Um, and she tries conquering it and it's it's just like a little it's just people eating there and She just like steps on the table and be like humans bow down as I'm going to <laughs> conquer your whole planet And then like she just gets like slapped down just like Pfft. just like right, oh, Chizuru
0: who may or may not be human.
1: Yeah, Ch- Chizuru is an interesting. Um, the four characters no, like seven characters There's a lot of characters. There's, we'll uh, Ika, the there's Ika Man. Musa man. The Squid Girl. There's Takeru, the little brother of the family. Then there's Eiko, the the, the older, older sister. sister, and then there's Chizuru, the older older sister, who is superhuman because she has superhuman senses, uh, super sweet, Which you would think that that would ruin the series, but it's more like she doesn't really do anything unless yeah. unless Icomo- Squid Girl's trying to invade the world. trying again. to invade the world. So she's trying, to pre- she's trying
0: to preserve the balance of of, of yeah. <laughs> human life, really. And she doesn't take also doesn't really take advantage of her abilities. She's always usually well. She's not a background. She she's a background. usually just cooking. Yeah, usually she just cooks. She's just cute and she cooks and she has her eyes closed and she never opens them. And when she does open them, run for your fucking life! Run as far as you need to. Um, there's Sanae, who what? is an interesting character to be introduced to. She
1: loves Squid Girl. <laughs> That's <Yes>. an understatement. <laughs> okay, th- this this girl, like dressed up Squid Girl and just took pictures. Like, just just looked at like over 200 pictures of her. Then there's an episode when she tries to get over
0: Squid Girl and she looks like a meth addict trying to delete all of these pictures. <laughs> <laughs> just it's, just like, it's just like she has a nervous breakdown, and just snaps. Um, there's Cindy, the scientist, and then the three guys from MIT who always like to remind you that they're from M- MIT. MIT.
1: Their, their purpose in the show is that they create a lot of stupid inventions that are made so they can uh, capture Ikamusame because they think that she's an alien, so they're like, all right, let's study her. And when they mean study, they're going to fucking digest her, dissect her. Dissect, that's the word. <laughs>
0: Fuck. It's close enough,
1: you're doing... Eh, they both have S's. It's...
0: Exactly! Um, there's Nagisa, who's afraid of Squid Girl. There's Goro, the... The tough... The tough... Lifeguard. Swims...
1: Swimsuit? Swimsuit swim model.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the tough lifeguard. I, mean, I already said lifeguard. You didn't need to add in swimsuit. Kill me. No, I'm not doing that. Not today. Um... <laughs> <laughs> not today! Not <laughs> today! I don't mean that. Um, what I do need to say about this series is that it's really cute and I loved it, but I didn't remember much about it. I actually remember the characters more than the series it's, as as a whole, I should say. I don't know if you agree with this assessment. What do you mean? Well, I think that like there's very
1: specific episodes, but I don't, I didn't remember the specific episodes. Like I don't even, I mean, I, I, if I, I re- try I remember... to point them out, then I remember them. I don't remember them by their numbers because Ikomasume episodes are split into two. So like yeah. one episode no, actually has like three the episodes. Three yeah. <laughs> so in total there's actually like six no like seventy-two episodes. Yeah. Kinda like the way that a Nickelodeon show does it. But they're all like nine minutes each, so Yeah. Seven minutes each. I'm Seven about. minutes Seven each,
0: both. Yeah, but I, I felt like like it was still like a really fun show to watch. Like it was just kind of seeing like how, the ways that Squidward. I mean, this is a, literally a fish out of water show. So we start we see Squidward trying to interact with like, with everybody. Like at first he's trying to conquer, it, but then she's well maybe I'll integrate into society here and I'll see what's going on. And there's like a, an adorable episode where he just discovers an umbrella and just tries to play around with the umbrella. And then what happens in the umbrella? It gets it gets run over. <laughs>
1: She drops it, and it gets run over. And she, and she, like, cries, like, her old friend died. Uh, and then there's, um... The mini-Squid Girl segments. No, they're, they're good, God. but they're fucking horrible at the same time. Where because the, the first segment was when she meets Eiko. She finds yeah in a jar, Yeah, and it's this whole adventures of, like, Eiko growing up, and yeah. then she dies right there yeah. on the...
0: I don't know why it is about anime, but they can heart shift into drama so quickly, so nicely, so beautifully. That, that, that's like a beautiful short film, like, in and of itself. A little bit understandable. And then there's a narration at the end, which says, Squid Girls can live to 150... I can tell! She still looks the same when equals 70 years old. I know! You don't have to tell me this! I know! I know!
1: Squids can live on to 150 <laughs> years. Fuck, man. I
0: get it! I get it! Alright, this idea... You can just put the characters in any situation possible, and you still get a really good show. I may not remember the specific episodes, and I think there's a few we didn't get to mention, unfortunately. But if that you take away as the characters, then that shows that you made a good show. Mm-hmm. But um, I will mention briefly I'm disappointed in Squirtle because she sponsors um, motorboats. <laughs>
1: Oh Georgia. yeah, I remember. Georgia, I remember when I showed you that. I was like, "Hey, do you, you want to buy some Miku some, ikum- some, ikum- some And he was like, "Yeah." And I, I was just like fucking with him. And I go to like a, the Japanese site of like the official website, and it's like an ad for motorboss. I was like, "Here." it was like, "You fucking piece of shit, what, what You
0: you can swim at a really high speed. You don't need you don't need to be on a boat. What are you doing?" Oh. And it's just like plastered on her uniform. Like, oh. Just like. Alright, let's move on to the next one. Our next one is Yuri Yuri, and I'm gonna try not to say as much because I'm gonna overhype the series way too much. But I'll say this, I love, love,
1: love, love,
0: love the series. Ha
1: Love it so much. In
0: The first, um, collection of anime we saw, nothing but comedies, and this is by far the
1: best comedy we saw out of all four. Disclaimer by note, your translated means easygoing lesbians.
0: Hold on, hold on, let me explain, let me explain, okay, okay, yes, but, I think that, I mean, they are le- lesbians, they're, they're middle schoolers, but it's not...
1: It's not sexualized in any way, shape yeah. or form, other than uh one of the characters, Shatosh, who is a gray <laughs> girl, and she is uh known by um, by the internet as the grandma. The grandma. <laughs> actually, the the, hairstyle? yeah, well, her hair though she has gray hair and basically her whole personality as a whole, she has like this really low tone voice uh, and she's, she's actually, just, like so sweet. Huh, and, and I, and, and I think that. in the anime they even called her she looks like a grandma once they described her like that. I mean, and you can pick up on that. And uh, her problem is that she has no bl- nosebleeds frequently when she emphasizes about her friends. She takes off her glasses. When she takes off her glasses. And that's pretty much the only time the the show gets lewd in any way, shape, or form.
0: Yeah, I think that this is really restrained, and uh, all of the characters are really well defined. And I'll name them because I love the show so much. I'll be the one to name the characters. There's Akari, my favorite anime character. Ika is a close second. Um, Toshino Kyoko, who is just <laughs> what?
1: Gary? She's. <laughs> I don't fun. I fun. How do I describe she's, she's her with random. one random? Random. There,
0: I don't think there is. Like you could just go random. I think maybe the way the closest word you could. Find. She's rum raisin. She's the rum raisin. <laughs> there's a uh, Yui who's the a bit of the mother of the group who's responsible, mature, and then there's uh, and there's Chinatsu who is. Well, I mean, she looks really cute, but she's got horrible things going on in that brain of hers.
1: She she has she basically has a crush on uh, Yui, who she refers to as Yui senpai. Pretty much, in a theme pretty, song, pretty much, pretty much every song. single time she says the name. <laughs> um, well, actually, the word senpai basically means that someone you look up to. So
0: it's... I made the mistake of thinking that meant you're like an older. I mean,
1: it technically does, but it's like, Senpai is a complicated term because it means, it does mean someone who is older than you, but at the same time, it's someone you look up to. That's the implied term, which is most commonly used in mm-hmm. anime. So, the thing with Chinatsu is she has a crush on Yui, but this girl needs help. Immediately. Be- be- because... Her crush on Yui is to the point where she will try to do anything to even get her attention. Yep. Like, if you tell her to do something, she'll say no because she really likes doing her own thing. But if you say, oh, but Yui wants you to do this, she'll do that and more.
0: Yeah, in the episode we saw, um, to kind of recap what we felt about every series, she takes care of, of Yui's um, cousin, like her little tiny cousin, just because cause she thinks, oh my god, if Yui sees I'm." <laughs> You're so good with children, let's get married. <laughs> and then there's the other characters, Ayano, who is, is also one of my favorites. Toshino Kyoko! Toshino Kyoko! And um, mentioned mentioned... Um, Remanded, 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 Chitose. Chitose. Uh, and Sakuraku who are, I think they are in love with each other. They're, they're they probably
1: from the from only canon relationship in the entire series. Oh, really? Because you can tell that they do have feelings for each other, but they just can't admit it themselves.
0: Yeah, and I think we, we tried t- talking about, because of the title, it kind of feels like, oh man, do I should I watch a show like this?
1: When I first showed it to him, he didn't want to watch it at all. Because yeah. the first scene is Kyoko peeping on Yui. <laughs> <laughs> it's like pulling up Let's see what's up here, and then Yui kicks
0: her. <laughs> kicks her in the face. Um, I think it was just. I the humor was just so out, out there from where, uh, anything else I'd ever seen. But of course, we have done something like that every once in a while. We've thought about it. We thought about walking up the stairs and seeing somebody's. I mean, I mean, it's not. Socially acceptable to say that, but we we've had the thought at least.
1: The only character who is really perverted in the show is really just Kyoko and Chitose. Like the rest characters are pretty much just normal.
0: The pervertedness in, in their I think own even, even sense. In that, yeah. she, she just does whatever she wants, but she's not overwhelming about it. Occasionally, she can actually be pretty reasonable. And there's actually a really again, again, is sometimes they gets hard into drama and do it so well. The episode when Kyoko loses her personality.
1: Oh yeah, that's
0: a beautiful episode because you start noticing how what how. Well one you notice what the dynamic of the characters are Akari was one of the most fascinating characters because Who? Akari wait what she's the main character but then she is not the main character
1: uh, I'm trying to... yeah uh, that doesn't ring a bell she's
0: the she's the red pink red haired girl with the buns the buns are missiles Oh
1: uh, yeah I I I think I got I think I got an idea
0: for Akari, who doesn't get any respect in the, the series, and is pretty much known as the character who's in the background who's trying to have more presence. I don't think I've ever seen a character like that.
1: Well, the main character is not a main character at exactly, all. Exactly, yeah, exactly. And
0: Akari's just such a sweet character, and, and it's just I, I really relate to her her dilemma of not being not being the center of attention. But I mean, even beyond that, I just you the, the comic timing of Yuri, Yuri is just so on point. The jokes are, are they always land, always land, and just it just fills me with so much happiness it's just such a delightful wonderful wonderfully written series that it, i just don't want to go further than that because i feel like i'd be overhyping it i love it i just absolutely love it <laughs> Well we finished up those series, but in the next segment we're going to continue our anime extravaganza and talk about and talk about more anime, so stay
1: tuned. 7-8 o'clock Central. 7-8 o'clock Central? <laughs> yep. What?
0: We'll be right back! Hey everybody, this is the end of part one. As it turns out, me and Gary recorded way more than we thought we would and we thought it would be like cruel and unusual punishment if we made you guys listen to two and a, two and a half hours of us talking so this is going to be part one of a series and part two is coming out next week or a, sometime close to that date. Taking us out today is the instrumental song Koigokoro wa Dangan mo Yawaraku Kusuru composed by Nomi Yuji from the CD Nichijou BGM and Radio Bangumi 3. As always, the Random Chatterings podcast can be found at randomsquiggledwords.blogspot.com, and I'm not plugging anything because this is probably going to be the only thing I'll be working on for the rest of August. But um, as always, thanks for listening, and have a good one.